we take a deep breath, if you would join me in putting your hand on your heart. We have so much gratitude for this opportunity to be together, to experience the light of God, the love of God, the experience of knowing that we are a part of God. We offer any feelings of littleness that might have occurred or are occurring, any anxieties, any thoughts or any feelings of fear or doubt. We put them on the altar and we ask that in the holiness of this experience, Holy Spirit, our higher Holy Self, take them and transmute them. We pray with a violet flame, asking for feelings of littleness to be transmuted into the power and the oneness that we all are. We have gratitude for the knowing that we are one in the mind of God. And for the experience of this that we witness in each other and in ourselves, we are so grateful and we share that with all today and those who listen later. Thank you all. And we all say amen. So I have unmuted you and you have noise in the background. Uh, please feel free to mute yourself so we get a clean copy. And who is willing to start our sharing today? You know, I've been, I'll start. <laughs> I love that your, your prayer was about gratitude. Because I noticed um, the thing that has changed the most for me in the last two months, I think, is is gratitude. Because yeah. before, you know, when I think when you're so, when your mind is so full of your own issues and your own problems, and for me, it's you know my my issue is physical pain. Um, I was really forgetting to be grateful uh, for just things that like running water and electric light and. And I think the more that you, the more that you start looking for things to be good for, the more things you find. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm just loving that, that now in the morning I wake up and I, that's my first thought is, is what I'm grateful for. I'm just grateful that I wake, that I woke up in the morning and I'm still breathing. And it really does color, it, it just puts a different color on your, on your experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I, I uh, still, of course, I, I, I have this agenda of pain, you know, that I can't really be totally grateful until I'm in less pain, but I hope that it, that will change, too, mm -hmm. that maybe if I still have to live with this pain, that um, but I'll find a way to do it and still be grateful. And, but at least I'm moving in that direction and it feels good. Mm -hmm. <coughs> mm -hmm. 
So thanks for your prayers, Tracy, because I know you've been praying for me. So <laughs> thank you. I, I, I've just had learned that along those lines too, more and more. And I feel like so grateful to feel grateful, right? I mean, for me, I'm just like, oh, thank you so much that I can feel grateful. Yes. It's such a wonderful feeling. It's so, it's so true. It's, it's uh, anyway, that's lovely to hear that from you. So healing. Mm -hmm. So glad. I'm so glad for you. <coughs> and for us. <laughs> Feel free to just jump in. Well, I'll share something that I shared in the last community call a little bit. I'd like to share it a little bit more. There's just so much, but I have a, um, a longtime girlfriend that we've known each other since uh, fourth grade, maybe fifth grade, fourth grade, I think, fifth grade, whatever. It doesn't matter. A long time. <laughs> and um, she's moved out of state, so we haven't been able to be geographically close for quite a while. But we're, we're you know, as many people our age going through um, – parents dying and um, challenging, you know, really challenging times. Um, so her mother passed away at the end of May and, and it was a time where I wasn't able to be very available to her because I was up visiting with Alizette and I really felt like I wasn't able to be available like I would have liked to have been. But anyway, I am, um, and it's hard for us to connect sometimes cause she's moving, she, she, she's relocating between d different living situations. I mean, living in one home in one part of Colorado and then another home because they've had so much complications with her husband's work and stuff. So anyway, but I, I had a nudge to call her last week and I um, followed it. I, I didn't know why. And it turned out um, this was, was this week actually, as I called her last Sunday, um, it's her mother's birthday week. And so so she's really missing her mom and feeling very sad. It was a lovely connection. And she um, kind of slowly started to share with me experiences that she's having. And she wasn't sure she's gotten some people who've been dismissive of it, which doesn't feel good. So she wouldn't have shared with me more unless she got a response that was safe, right? But it sounds like either her mother or an archangel or angels are really encouraging her right now because like today she's back now taking care of her father i mean she had she leave her work fly there and her siblings and her taking care of her father who has dementia and needs everything bathing feeding you know uh, and her mother just died right and it was her mother's birthday this week and she anyway it's very very challenging situation and they've got conflict in their family like mine that's really bad i mean just terrible really bad um and so it's so lovely because um, she went out to lunch with a girlfriend at, a, and I guess there's a place, a cafe that's actually located in the hospice near where she lives. And it's a beautiful place. And her friend said she had a ritual and she just excused herself. She put a dime on these tiles, I guess, that have names of people who have passed away. And it's just a ritual that she had developed to put a dime on those. So then when my friend, she, she shared with me that when she had gone back to, um, where her where her parents live and and, and was um, visiting her mother's grave. Now this was a while back. She decided uh, she put she put like some 
little rocks and a, a heart shape on her mother's grave. And then she decided to put a dime there too. And she spent some time there with her mother. Okay, well, that to me, it's all a setup because then she shared with me that she's coming across dimes in the oddest times, uh, places, and at times that are very meaningful for her. Like when she, um, she found a letter that she'd stuffed in a suitcase and brought home to her house, and she found the letter uh, a week before I called her, and it was a letter that her mom had written when she was um, quite a bit younger. And um, so it was very moving, and she was missing her mom a lot, and then she went and she found a dime in a place that you'd never expect to find a dime in their house. I mean, it was like where they keep their sheets and linens and, and and she told me story after story and I said wow how many are there so far she said well there's nine so far mm-hmm. um, each, each with a beautiful story so so mm-hmm. she um, went to be with her dad to help her dad and I got a text from her last night I, well, I texted her I said I hope it's going well and have you found any dimes and um and she did. She found one on the nightstand in his guest room. I mean, nobody else is in there. Nobody knows about this. And um, and 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 she has asked me, you know, what do you what do you think, Tracy? And she, you can tell she's she's um she's a teacher and she's very scientific minded, but she's also a Christian. And I said, wow, I don't know. I think it's your mom or an angel. I I, I said I've been learning recently about angels and. Um, I didn't know about it. I said, I dismissed angels before, but, um, but I'm not dismissive of that anymore. I think it's that. And, and anyway, it's so beautiful because just to get her text, I haven't responded to it yet, but the angels are encouraging her. She needs it or her mother. I'm not sure. I don't know how you distinguish, but I find myself so grateful for her. I really hope that she would have some special experiences around her mother's passing. Like I had around my father's passing and, so it's just, it's just so, it's such a blessing to see um, spirit at work, to mm-hmm. express love to each of us, right? It, I mean, I, I'm so grateful for, for spirit's expression of love towards me, and I'm so grateful to see it for my friend. And, and then for us to have this connection, right, that she can share it with me. She knows, because she says, what do you think? You know, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I think that was you know, that was for you, definitely. And um, it blesses me too. And I hope it blesses all of you. I just, if we open ourselves up to see the communication of love, it's just, it's what is real. What is the most real? It's there. So, anyway. Uh, we had a friend who passed not, not too long ago, about a year ago too. And my son was saying, I am finding dimes all over the place. He says, everywhere, get in my car and there's a dime. He said, I go walking down the street and there's a dime. And he says, I swear that that's uncle telling me that I'm okay. And, you know, you're okay. And he said, I just couldn't believe how many dimes I found. (laughs) That was your son? That was my son. So that was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he said it to me, you know, I mean, all my life I've been in metaphysical aspects, some, some way, you know, so I think he had accepted that, that there is some kind of communication. And because um, he was the one who said it to me, you know, 
I know it's uncle. He is trying to tell me something. <laughs> well, you know what I love about what you said about, well, first of all, that's your son. That's so wonderful to know he was yeah. receptive to that. Um, but, but also the message, because that's what I think the message is too. I mean, and I, that's what I felt from my father. I didn't get dimes. I got it on a, with my father. It was, and Alizette, it's, it's, for me, it's more like a direct communication in my head that they're telling me, not, not with words, just a sense of mm-hmm. the same exact message, which is so wonderful. You're going to be okay. Everything is okay. I'm okay. Right. And I love it that that's what you said too, because it's so simple. Yeah. So simple. I mean, it doesn't so feel okay. It feels, we, we feel so scared. We terrify ourselves with our mistaken beliefs, but. Well, we've been scared it. all of our lives with Helen Brimstone, right? How do we know what God wants us? You know, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? In, in life, we, we just, we know we've done things that would be considered bad, you know, <laughs> you know, none of us have been perfect, even if we try. Uh, so I just thought I, when he told me that I went you know then I started finding some dimes and thought, oh my goodness okay he th- he's telling me too he's okay because um I knew he was scared when he, when he was passing you know and um, I couldn't get there at the time to just but I talk, called him on the phone and talked to him and he says, you don't realize how much you, your phone call has helped me just to get through what I'm going through. He says, because I know I'm not making it out of here, you know. And <laughs> so, I, you know, he, I enjoyed him as a friend, you know. And uh, we'd known each other for a few years. So, uh, but it was just nice to get that, you know, that little, oh, here's a dime for you too. <laughs> It makes you, I don't know, just with Tim, I was so glad to see that because I wanted him to realize that there is more, you know, with what he's going through. I think I'll remind him of that. Maybe that's, maybe that's why it came up for me anyways, to remind him that, you know, what's going on is lately he's been running and he's just like somebody's uh, given him speed or something. He's got so much energy, and he's he's been taking his room apart, getting rid of stuff. I mean, I understand that part, but um, cleaning and you know, he says I don't want to live, you know, like this. I got to change it, and that's what he's letting go of is his past, and I recognize that because he had a long battle with alcohol, and now he wants his space clean. He wants it out of there, but he doesn't know that's what doing and of course with the cancer that's giving you know more um, a need to be in a clean space I think but um, it's really been sort of interesting (laughs) for me with my friend um, it brought up the ability um, because I'm really learning this myself uh, I, I'm in a very learning mode and I, and I was able to say, yeah. And, and people, you know, I, I was referred to this book. I didn't tell her about this group, but this book by Lorna Burns. And she's like, Oh, wow. I really want to read it. And, and somebody else, I think it was Ronnie that shared one thing that's really wonderful about this book. And I haven't read it yet. Um, 
is that it makes things accessible to people who might be resistant and other and and maybe with your son too just to tell him that wow you heard somebody else me you know my my, <laughs> story, my friend about dimes and just <laughs> like wow isn't that amazing and they got the same because because i do feel like that with my friend she's a christian and but she knows i'm into course in miracles and i can tell that she's leery of that and i remember how it was for me when i was a christian and 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 my really good friend was into course in miracles i mean i of devil that's what i thought so i get it but but this is giving us something that we can talk about that's spiritual and my, my friend is such a beautiful soul i mean um so anyway but maybe for your son too the anyway i'm glad i shared it maybe that, that yeah. is so amazing to hear and she read somewhere she started to google online about angels she said and she read somewhere that uh, uh, something people report is is the, the little objects maybe stones or dimes or that's what she read they'll they'll find them and, and so that kind of gave some validity to her experience she's really <laughs> wow that's something <laughs> dimes for you too mm. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll have to remind a uh, reminder. <laughs> hmm. I I wanted to share too in response to what you shared, Diana. In case this is it was very significant for me this week. I think it was just yesterday. I um. I'm in the kitchen a lot because I spend a lot of time with my food preparation. And so I have a picture of myself and my father on top of the refrigerator. So, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll look up there and kind of be having a silent conversation in my head with him. And, um, and I've, 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 um, I've identified that I felt a lot of guilt about, um, let's see how to say this kind of briefly. Um, so in my life, I, I allowed myself to go into fear about health issues and it's uh, really spiraled to uh, just taking a lot of time in my life and taking it seemed like taking energy and then and then I wasn't able to be work as much and my income's been down and then that's been in my family right that I'm in that situation and and my father wanted to help me and that's caused a lot of um, anger and that's part of the conflict okay so that's kind of a nutshell version um, but but then I felt terrible about what that's meant for my father my siblings being angry with me and angry with him and I've uh, and, and I, I don't know what they might have said to him during the end of his life but I'm pretty sure they probably said some really hurtful things and oh god I've just felt so terrible about it and um i was really getting in touch with that the other day and and my dad what i got you know again I, from spirit and my father was yeah but remember it was just a dream it was a nightmare it's it didn't really happen the good news is it didn't really happen it seems very real right now but as course in miracles teaches it's it's not and I think of Alizette when I was watching her come out of some of her delusional thinking and she would look at me and she'd say, so the bombs, that, that wasn't real? And I'd say, no. And she'd say, wow, it seems so real. And so I feel like, you know, it's spirit telling us this never happened. Okay, the good news is if it would have happened, it would have been terrible. But the good news is it really did seem so real. And I just cried tears of relief. And, and then it's really hard to hang on to that. It's very, you know, I get back, it seems so real. Um, but, but he was basically telling me, no, 
once you you know transition out of this you realize it was all a nightmare it wasn't real so don't don't please 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 don't feel guilty and in pain about it that that is not useful and um you know we're all kind of caught up in our our dreams and, and and then we end up feeling so guilty and pained by all of that but it's not real and if we can believe that and let it go we can get on with loving instead of feeling guilty and pain that that's such a waste of energy so 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 to let it go and, and love you know move out into loving it's been a challenge sometimes for me right right here because he's so angry right now <laughs> and uh oh yeah yeah so you know <laughs> i try my best i try not to meet that anger with anger you know but believe me it's been a test <laughs> yeah. you know then i i find that part of my conditioning growing up you know at catholic church in ireland is that suffering is good you know it's good to suffer you get brownie points in heaven for suffering right um, <laughs> Yeah, and the guilt thing too, you know, which you said crazy about guilt. You know, it's just, it's so part of how we've lived for so long. You know, so to, to realize that <clears throat> it's a dream and it never really happened, then it is hard to hold on to it's good to suffer. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really ready to let go of the suffering thing. Yeah. And, and I, I want to see peace instead of this. Or I can see it differently. Right? <laughs> so simple. But I can't do it by myself. I need, the, I need the Holy Spirit to help me. That's what I love about these calls is because we really encourage each other, right? Mm. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. We have someone who joined us on the phone. If you'd like to say hello, that would be lovely. Maybe not. Okay. That's fine. If it doesn't work for you today, that's great. Okay. And Jinda, I'd like to say hello. That would be wonderful. Maybe there'd be something else. Hello. 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 Welcome. Hi, this is indeed. Thank you. Who? It's Indy. Indy. Well, yeah, but I can't speak. I just listen in because I'm at work. Oh, that's fine. It was just really nice to know who's there. Thank you for saying hello. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. Well, this is a great conversation that everybody's sharing about what's suffering and our choice about suffering and... Uh, what's real and what's not real and 
are we the screen or are we the movie? And um, it's just a wonderful conversation. I have an ant walking on my computer. He wants to be part of this class. <laughs> I just looked up and I, where did you come from? <laughs> Has anybody had any challenges that they would like support with? Or how is your prayer practice going? Just, you know, I, the one thing I've tried to to do more of in the last month is is just ha uh, do more fun things, you know, mm. like watch a movie or I just noticed like how much guilt I have over that. Like, uh, like I need to be doing this self-improvement program. You know, I might miss out on something that's going to make me feel better. Yeah, I mean, really just love encouragement to keep going on the fun stuff and not, and less of the self improvement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. You know, for you, thinking that this the answer is. Even though I know the answer is not outside of me, there's still that um, addiction to it, right? Because I've done it for so long. Mm Well, since joy and happiness, we're told, are part of our true nature, I think that's um, an incredible prayer um, practice to be doing joyful things. And so thank you for that encouragement for all of us. It's like if we're to choose happiness, we need to choose the activities that go with it. Yeah, exactly. And too, I think um, I'm, it's easier to do it when we're coming from a place of that I'm not broken in the first place. Right? There's nothing actually to fix. Yay. Even though that doesn't feel like true yet, but um, that's the direction I'm moving in. Right? Then it kind of becomes a celebration of that, right? Well, I'm having some challenges and um, 
it's so helpful to have all this teaching to try to understand it. Um, so I already feel like my plate is fuller than I can manage <laughs> in terms of work and administering to trust and the conflict in my family, etc. Right. And I, I'd taken an extension on my taxes and I'd called last week, which were due on Monday by extension. So that was the last deadline because uh, in, in April is when I was with Alizette and she was going on hospice and all that. So anyway, um, but I, I got my tax information to my tax man and last week I called and um, he's in a big firm and the office person told me, yeah, they'd, re I, I checked when I faxed my information. Yes, they'd received it. And then last week, which was the end of September. And then I called and are they making progress? And I wanted to be able to ask him some questions and yes, he was working on it. Yes, he was working on it. And then Saturday I got a call from somebody working under him and, and she asked if I'd sent in my information. And it was due on Monday. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I blew it. You know, it was, it was a time where I was not, uh, I'm surprised. I think, I think the lesson I was working on that day was the hush of heaven holds my heart. <laughs> so uh, in that instant, the hush of heaven didn't hold my heart. I didn't let it, you know, I slipped and, and, and not terribly, but I mean, for me, you know, it, and it was enough to make me very, um, in pain about not making a loving choice. And I, in retrospect, could have maintained my calm and, and, um, and, and, and my peace and my trust. And I didn't, I, I, I got angry and um, expressed distrust and frustration and etc. And then, um, and then the, my C, the CPA who actually is the one who overviews my taxes after the people under him. I mean, I just found out more about how many people are working on my taxes and how they don't have very much training. And I was like, what? I mean, uh, and uh, anyway, he emailed me and said, I'd have to find somebody else to do my taxes. So, and, um, and um, so, so I'm having to find somebody else to do my taxes now. And I, I had other plans for my, my, my time this week. And, and so, I mean, I'm just having to trust things haven't been going well with him for a number of years now and I know I've needed to find somebody so I part of me I'm like okay well maybe you know this is I'm sure meant to be um it was a good lesson for me in terms of how I made um unloving choices and how that pained me uh you know I just don't want to do that and I I I I found myself telling the administrator there who, who I spoke with about the whole situation more calmly. But I, I, I said, wow, I just was so caught off guard. And I realized that is something that is understandable on the human level, but I don't want to tell myself that I don't want to let myself be caught off guard because then I don't feel good about making unloving choices like that. So, but uh, now I have this, what seems like another big project, which is to find another good a tax preparer. And um, so, <laughs> uh, a lot, you know, there's just so many things. I need to find a new cell phone. I need to find a new cell phone plan. All these decisions that are kind of real detail and, and, and thinking about things I don't really enjoy spending time thinking about. You know, I'd, I'd rather be doing things that are more loving and, and I think maybe um, 
maybe part of what I might be doing uh, from an ego perspective is um, creating blocks to me being able to move more into living love. Like maybe I created this difficulty of, of this new time consuming task of finding a new tax preparer, you know, I'm not sure. Or, or if it's just meant to be that it's time for me to move to a new tax preparer for reasons I can't know or both. I don't know, but um, it feels real stressful um, to me and I'm trying to maintain peace in the midst of it. Um, just feels like so much to do. A lot of lessons there. I hope some somehow valuable to other people what I'm learning and what I'm not clear on yet, um, but how I'm kind of thinking spirits helping me think about it, you know, trying to learn about love. And this is my curriculum. This is what's unfolding right now. Thank you, Jenny, for that share. You're welcome. That's a dilemma, right? It's a dilemma to try to to stay in a loving space and deal with all the, the nitty gritty stuff that mm -hmm. I was wondering about the topic of in silence. How do we all feel about silence? A silence in our lives, you know, do we go into the silence? Silence with a friend, you know, if there's, if there's silence, do we fill it all up? Or do we, are we comfortable with silence? Or what are, if we're in a group and it's silent, do we drop into spirit? Or do we get anxious that we aren't feeling it? I just think it's a, a relevant topic. Does anybody have any thoughts or feelings they'd like to share on that? You know, it's interesting. At the last community call on Monday, which was, would have been Jennifer's class, Carla was the host, and we had silence in that call. And um, I actually was in a good place, and I found it. I loved it. I loved the silence. Because it helped me um, just be aware of the thoughts that I, that I was having, and, and that and at that time it wasn't hard for me. But Carlos had expressed how um, that it helped bring up thoughts for her and how uncomfortable she was in silence, and it was interesting. So I was had been thinking about that actually, and um, was thinking I how great it would be, you know, to start calls and end calls in silence. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, to be in silence with a group would be really powerful. 
Mm-hmm. Not, not always filling it up, but, but using the silence to support each other and also then that's the opportunity for the blocks to love to come up. Like what is blocking? You know, what are the thoughts that are blocking us? With all that support. So I was actually going to make a suggestion maybe that that was something we could do. Or even maybe having a, or maybe even having a whole hour of silence. You know, um, every once in a while, right? To, mm. That's my thoughts, Alice. <laughs> Lovely, thank you. And we could even consider having a few minutes, um, you know, after we share on this of um, of silence, um, to see what that's like in a planned silence. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. And a wonderful ideas. Anybody else have thoughts or feelings about? Them? I I enjoy the silence too. I I think like for me when I'm silent after somebody shares or I share, I feel like maybe we're all taking it in. And and I also just love being aware of being together with the essence of everybody without words. I mean, just seeing past all the, visual and the auditory all the all the perceptual senses to to our essences so i when when there's silence i i feel our oneness Mm -hmm. and and the love of our oneness and holiness and that's a big part of why i like to be present during the calls whenever i can um, because I experienced that more, so it's mm. the silence is really powerful for me. Mm. There's definitely a peace in that in that space you can feel as as long as you're not busy thinking in your head. Well, what can I say? What can I what can I add? What can I do? And just allow who you are. We are to be there. Well, shall shall we take um, like five minutes and plan to just be together? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll mute us, and I'm just going to go and close the door because someone's come in the house, and I will be right back. Let's let's just plan to be together in our hearts or wherever spirit takes you. And then we'll share. Okay. If we if you feel called, you don't have to. So we'll see what happens. Okay. I'll mute us all.
Rosalind, we're not muted. Is that right? Okay.
Okay, everybody. How was that for you? Anybody want to share? Take a minute to come back. Second, come back. I'm still enjoying the silence. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting to me that, you know, in the 24 hours that we get every day, how little time I actually spend in silence. Mm. You know, I, keep, I keep my life so busy. Just lovely to track. Mm-hmm to track, I was just able to track what was going on in my body and mm-hmm. and, I, and I just noticed that my thoughts again were just so full of gratitude for for just being on this call with you and for the opportunity to be in silence and, and for all the places in my body that I don't feel pain. Um, yeah, just full of gratitude for, mm-hmm. for you even having this exercise mm-hmm. so I'm feeling in a good place right now mm. Mm. thank you so beautiful I have the sun just shining in here mm-hmm. that just feels so good too mm-hmm. Time just flew for me. I just, I which I thought it might not, but wow, felt like about a minute. Um, I, I just feel during those times of silence. And thank you, Rosalyn. That was so nice to have decided we were going to be quiet together for five minutes, so nobody. <laughs> needed to feel uncomfortable about it. No guilt. <laughs> no, no guilt and no need to fill the silence. But but I, I just end up feeling this tremendous love for all of us. And like the course talks about um, just seeing past all, all the appearance, you know, all the body to the essence. I mean, just the, the spiritual kind of view of each other is, is already perfect and completely holy and innocent and lovely and it's so powerful. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Tristan. Diana, how is that for you? Peaceful. (laughs) Give me a minute to just stop because mostly I've just been running, running, running. And, uh, that was that was good for me. Just I don't have to think about what to do next. <laughs> mm-hmm. I enjoyed it as well. I felt very much the energy of the I am, with no word following it. You know, which is what I do, or most of us do. I am this and that, or this emotion, or that emotion, or this thought. Um, but it was just 
the joining with all of your I am's and um, it's just like everybody said, peaceful and oneness and calm and joy, quiet joy, different from the highs of joy. Just um, okayness, yeah. So thank you all for that too. Hello, Marilyn. Hello. We just had a few minutes of planned silence. Okay. We were, no, we're, we're, we finished it. Oh. Um, but we were discussing what our experience was with that. Okay. So do you have any? Hmm? No, I just said, okay. Yeah. I, I was just wondering if you wanted to weigh in on how you feel about silence in general. Do you go toward it or is it uncomfortable or a mixture? Um, I go toward it. I love it quiet. I love silence. Um, I, 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 I just think it refreshes me. In fact, I actually lay down and do a shavasana usually once a day to relax myself and I have a totally quiet. I can't believe how much it energizes me to lay there for 15 or 20 minutes and just have quiet. And I just focus on my breath and that thoughts come up and they, they leave. It just kind of passes through. And I really feel rejuvenated when I do that. It's kind of like I'm um, taking a day off or taking some time off Wow, I just, I can't believe how, what a difference it has made in my energy. Wow. And I think we have to keep on going and doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this. Um, I found I'm much more productive when I stop for a while and rejuvenate. Mm -hmm. it just, uh, I, it, and I just started doing this a number of weeks ago and it's made such a difference. Mm. Wow, I think you've joined our group at the perfect moment. I guess that message, it, it, I mean, couldn't have been better planned. Yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. hear anything you said before, but that's nice. So. That's, that's great. But thank you for your inspiration on silence. How lovely was that? Yes, beautiful. The angels have been with us today, for sure. And, and, and to also do that, I mean, of course, in miracles suggest, and I mean, other, other spiritual teachings too, but I find it so helpful um, to really stop and take, even if it's two, three, four minutes um, at the top of the hour to just pause and close my eyes and mm -hmm. think on um, either, you know, for me, I'm often working on one of the lessons in A Course in Miracles, but a thought whatever or just to be peaceful i mean it's such a gift and sometimes when i'm in a rush you know i don't take it or i can't or and sometimes i'm like no do take it take take your take your little two minutes of silence or one minute or you know 30 seconds anyway it's, it's a very good like you're saying energizing practice that's that's lovely marilyn I think it's a way to love ourselves. Yes. To give something to ourselves that's, that's so simple, yet yeah. so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yes. So how so do you make a suggestion, Rosalind, yes. to, to maybe implement that in our calls of maybe five minutes of silence at the beginning and the end? Yeah, well, or, or the middle is fine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, could, we, could we make a suggestion to Jennifer for that? Well, you know, Jennifer listens to every single community call. Oh, she does. So okay, she, Jennifer. She will listen to this, and uh, we will probably hear back her, her response. Um, 
and so, um, or we can just ask her in the in the regular class on a Monday. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, yeah. Because whatever she tells the facilitators is what we do. This just came up spontaneously from our group today, but um, I, I, my guess is she would be interested in it, but I don't know. So. Um, it, well, it's, it's funny because on the community call on Monday, we had that silence and I remember thinking um, how much I loved it. Mm -hmm. uh, do you mm -hmm. were there, Tracy? Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, and I loved it. and I, So it had been on my mind and then you brought it up. So mm -hmm. today. And I think the planned silence is kind of nice too because um, then people know to expect it and they can drop into it comfortably. Yes, but we'll see what she says. Um, okay. I can also send. I can send her a note too that there was a question for her, and would she listen to make it a priority to listen to this call and see give it get back to us on what she thinks. Thank you. How she feels about it. Yeah, sure. So, does anybody have any prayer requests? Because we're at the end of our appointed time together. Just to keep my son in there, Timothy. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Then. Anybody else? And you. And you too. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Okay. So once again, if you would join me putting your hand on your heart, taking a deep breath of love and wholeness and light and our gratitude for the experience of being alive. We have so much gratitude also for this time together, for all the people who will listen on the replay, who are one with us, walking this path with us. We're so grateful for each and every person joining with us. We offer any reluctance or any blocks to the angels, to higher Holy Spirit, to Jesus, to the masters, asking for their help in transmuting any reluctance, any unwillingness that we have placed on the altar. And we leave it there. We leave it on the altar so that we can experience what we did today, which was the I am that I am. Be still and know that I am is our gratitude. We ask for the highest and best for all people that are having bodily concerns, personality concerns, situational concerns, those we also put on the altar for the highest and best to be known in our experience. And for the sensation and the knowingness of our wholeness and our holiness, we are so, so grateful. And we share that experience with each and every person with gratitude. And we all say, Amen. Amen. Thank you all for this wonderful opportunity to be with you all. It was wonderful.
So um, is, is the community call at noon? Is it, is it noon or am I in the... <laughs> what time zone are you in? I'm in the Eastern time zone, so it's noon here? It, no, it's 11. 11. The, the community calls at 11? Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's why I was thanking you for coming in at just the right moment. <laughs> must have been working their little angel dogs. You had the right thing to say after our five minutes of silence. You said, oh, that's so funny. Well, I'll just accept and roll with that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Love to you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>